So welcome everybody to the next in our series of interviews where I, Bob Parker and Sophie Piplado get a chance to chat to some of our qualifiers in this year's Eagle Manager programme. Really pleased to have Amy Hesketh on the phone with us today. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi, Amy. Hi, Bob. Hi, Sophie. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, we hope you're having a good day. Firstly, congratulations from all of the team at Longridge Manor for qualifying once again for the Eagle programme. We're very excited to, uh, to have you as part of that team. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So invariably, there is always lots and lots of new people joining forever and listening to podcasts and you know watching some of the uh, recordings that we do. Um, so thinking about them, Amy, let's go right back to the start of your forever journey and tell us a little bit about how you got involved in the first place. Okay, so I got involved with them forever, four and a half years ago now, just over four and a half years. At the time I fell upon the information regarding the business, I was on maternity leave. I'm actually a teacher by trade um, and I was seeking extra income um, flexibly and part time because I wanted to reduce my hours down yeah. in the classroom on my return to teaching but I couldn't afford to like lots of other people out there we'd got into um, financial um, basically credit card debt throughout my maternity leave because we hadn't prepared ourselves we naively watched everyone else have babies and just thought oh okay everyone else affords it so we must be able to as well and just did, wasn't prepared so I needed an extra £500 a month coming into the house so that I could reduce my hours in school. And it was very much timing for me because I am not at all a confident person. I'd never heard of forever. I briefly heard of network marketing in the past. I'd had friends that had flitted in and out of it. And I was that person who'd had that sceptical attitude about the whole thing of why would why would you want to be doing something like that? You know, you've got a successful career as a teacher or whatever they might have been doing. So I came in sceptical. I came in with a lack of confidence, but a need. I had an end goal and that goal was £500 a month. So I got up and running. Did you even know the person who recruited you? No, so my um, sponsor is Claire Massey, and no, we connected on social media. So I didn't know I didn't know her pre previous to Forever Now. And Claire's also a teacher, so I guess you had or was a teacher. So I guess you had something in common from the time you started to talk to each other. Yeah, definitely, and the fact that she had kids as well. So we were definitely on a level with each other. Um, she wanted similar to what I wanted as well when she first started. So it definitely helped to see somebody. Um, I did go and stalk her social media to make sure that what she was telling me was the truth because it all sounded very much too good to be true as it does. Um, but seeing her social media and how she built up her business around her children, I just kind of thought, do you know what? Just maybe I might get the few hundred pounds a month I need. Yeah. So... How long did it take you to get to that first £500? So I hit supervisor within two and a half months. Okay. Um, I had a very quick start. I was ignorance on fire from day one because my, my goal was a need goal. I was desperate for that income. Um, and then 
it grew. So as I, as I achieved, obviously my confidence started growing and I was thinking, maybe I can and attending events and things and seeing other people hitting, um, moving up the marketing plan and hitting incentives within forever from all these different backgrounds and all different shapes and sizes. And it just really gave me that insight into, you don't have to be a certain type of person to achieve in this business. You just have to have a need and a want to do well. So from hitting supervisor within two and a half months, I did cut my hours down in school. So initially I built my business around full-time teaching and a baby. And then I cut my hours down to two and a half days a week in a job share which was nice, but I never fully invested myself, I don't think, in that job because by this point I'd caught the vision. And I was like, do you know what? Actually, if I can earn £500 a month, I can earn £1,000 a month. And if I can earn that, I can earn £1,500 a month. And if I can earn that, I can actually replace my teaching income. So I very much caught the vision. And then within 13 months, I'd hit manager. And that gave me the choice then to leave the classroom. I think that's really um inspirational actually because I think just from a mindset perspective you know you initially have your your goal which is your drive that you wanted but then obviously you build momentum don't you and you keep achieving because you're like you say you've seen that vision that's what you want and it actually is something that you can make possible um and really understand what forever can do for you absolutely I'm curious to know what everybody around you you know thought you know like friends, family and people close to you. Here's, here's Amy, who's studied all of her life to be a teacher and now all of a sudden she's gone into some, you know, unusual profession. Do you know what? When I first started my business and I had my launches and I started reaching out to friends and family about the business opportunity, I was so excited because I'd immersed myself so much in it that I didn't give myself time to worry about what other people were thinking. And I think that's the key is to not overthink, just don't. And I feel like this is why for me, it was the right time for me to start my business because I obviously had that need because any other thing I've ever done in my life, I've never gone full throttle like I have done within forever. I've always been cautious and I've always worried about other people's opinions, but because of the environment you're thrown into within forever, if you do allow yourself to be immersed in that and you surround yourself with positive people and you surround yourself with the successful people by attending events and things, I just lost all that worry. and because it was so not like me, because my friends have always known me as the anxious one, the quiet one, the one who, you know, forces herself to go out and socialise because I didn't actually used to enjoy it, that they were just kind of like, oh, Mm -hmm. they no one ever said anything negative to me at the time. They were all very supportive and, you know, buying the cheapest thing in the brochure. I think um, I guess that's the key thing I think for new people starting is that they're worried about what other people are going to think so actually the fact that you've gone into this business with a completely different mindset to maybe what you would normally have do you have any sort of when you say immerse yourself in the business have you got any sort of top tips for someone new in really how they can immerse themselves in the business at the beginning yeah um everyone will be most people will be involved in team pages or the regional pages on Facebook where there's all the training and guidance you could need 
buddy up with somebody you know if you don't have a very supportive upline there are people out there that are willing to help and support you so just ask reach out and, and plug into you know we know people that are so successful within the business that didn't have that supportive upline I'm really fortunate that I do my upline is now one of my closest friends but you don't have to have that and um, Claire is actually as an example of that herself so physically going to events as well we're really fortunate that we're on the other side of lockdown oh my goodness how nice is it just to see people face to face I have massive social anxiety but I am loving it (laughs) (laughs) you know I'm just loving it once I'm at these events and I think again if you don't if you've not um have that supportive community around you necessarily still go to events because everybody is so flipping nice everybody smiles at you everybody you know if you need somewhere to sit somebody will offer you a table and a chair that's the part of that's a part of the forever community and that's what makes it so special um so yeah in that in that respect just take advantage of of what is on offer and check out any incentives as well that are running because if you're struggling to focus um if your end goal seems a bit too far away right now there's incentives out there that you can plug into um to use as as a short-term focus to get you to where you want to be i know that i definitely did that yeah, you know, it's it's interesting, you know, the, the the description of your journey there, Amy. I mean, firstly around, you know, how friends, family and people, you know, might or might not react to a business. And, you know, the reality is it wouldn't matter what business you'd started. Not everybody's going to be supportive of that business. So, you know, why worry about it in the first place? And, and you thankfully didn't. And perhaps the reason you didn't was that you had a very clear goal from the start of what you wanted. And it was that that kept you focused rather than distractions that took you away from your your focus. And, uh, you know, I think the other thing that just resonated with me about what you've said is, and it is, I think, a major difference between starting your own business under the umbrella of forever living as compared to just starting your own business as you've said you know there is a very supportive community that's been developed particularly in the uk and irish business that you know i think a lot of people um, you know have no concept of before they get involved that people who have no financial interest in your success whatsoever are happy to support you and give you tips and you know that's a a stark contrast to somebody running literally their own business where they have nobody around them i think immerse yourself was the word you used and that's really really good advice yeah it's like nothing I've ever experienced before and my first response to most of it when I started was what do these people want from me why is everybody being so so kind because within teaching um well from my experience I know that other people have had amazing experiences within teaching you know everyone's experience is very personal to them but most of the time if anybody you know smiled at you and came in your classroom it's because they wanted something from you or because you were in trouble um so to have everybody genuinely just so friendly um you know it it's amazing why would you not want to immerse yourself in it it's helped my personal development and my confidence so much and I'm honestly not the same person that I was four and a half years ago and I'm so grateful for that because I feel like regardless of the income that my business has generated and the things it's allowed us to do as a family me now as a role model to my children um you know I have that I'm still working on it you're never the finished product but the faith I have in me now that I didn't have then, you know, I want to show them that they can achieve anything they want to. And and back then, I don't think I was in that place that I I could have led from the front 
with that mindset. Yeah, it's brilliant. So we've obviously got a lot of new people, as I've already mentioned, joining us all the time. You just mentioned, you know, the excitement that there now is that we've come out of a very, you know, difficult period in terms of everybody being locked down to now being able to meet face to face. What, you know, what would be um, your advice to new people about the opportunity in the coming month or coming year? Um, so alongside attending the events and the training and goal, having a goal, obviously we're coming into the new year. So now is the best time to actually sit down and evaluate if you're new, whether you're new to the business or if you've been in the business a while and you're not quite where you want to be, sit down and just evaluate the the time and effort you've put in and the activity that you've been doing. I know lots of time we feel busy, but actually we're not busy doing anything productive. And I can say that now from personal experience, I'm still the same. I still have to work very hard on not procrastinating and focus on what needs to be doing. All the tools are there in terms of, you know, your volume mapping, your seven day plans, your activity trackers, use it. It is there for a reason. Don't try and reinvent the wheel. So plug yourself into learning how to utilize the setup of your business to be organized so you're not tempted to procrastinate or be busy when you're not actually being productive. Um, for me, I know this time of year is definitely goals. I will be sitting with my husband and even at the start of my business when he was very skeptical about it, I still forced him to sit down and make some goals with me, you know, because if you're committed to this business, it is going to take up your time. It will take up the evenings of you and your other half sitting on the sofa watching telly, which is, is what we used to do. But to involve him in, in making the goals that were for us as a family meant that he wasn't resentful of me now not sitting next to him on a sofa watching a Netflix series yeah. <laughs> because I was in the kitchen on calls, you know, following up with people about the business and, and looking after my customers. Um, so definitely involve family in your goal setting activities that you're doing going into the new year. I think that's a really, really good tip, actually, involving, obviously, a partner and, and setting those goals, because absolutely in life, we share some of those goals, don't we, as, as couples or as family. So, yeah, great tip. Not only do they understand better, you know, why you're not there when they would have expected you to be there, but I think it also adds another layer, a layer of commitment, you mm. know, when you've you know Definitely. articulated what you want to somebody or jointly decided on something then you know you're both focused on that and you're less likely to as you said procrastinate i love your tip also about using the tools amy i mean it's it's fantastic being your own boss you know that's one of the attractions of joining forever living you can be your own boss but with being your own boss comes a degree of responsibility to be accountable to yourself and 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 not shy away from the things you know you should be doing and i think the tools you know, help you keep on track, don't they? And they're so simple. That's what blows my mind, you know. Everybody um, that is, you know, hugely successful within forever, you know, that have built like six-figure incomes, they've used those tools. So to me, it's crazy to think that anybody would come in and dismiss them because that is what the, you know, your huge you know list, your seven-day plans and your activity trackers, etc. The successful people are using them. <laughs> so so please don't underestimate the power of them you know when I came into the business I kind of looked at that huge you know list and thought that's not going to make me money right in that list and I very much took you know I didn't take it seriously and then 
did a lot of chasing my own tail, catching up with myself. So again, another top tip when you're starting is make sure you take your Houdini list very seriously because it will save you time in the long run. Take it with you everywhere you go and add it, add to it every day if you can as well. You know, we're always bumping into people just in the course of our daily lives who, you know, can become friends and potential customers and potential team members mm. in the future. Yes, definitely. So 2022, what's the big goals for you in 2022, Amy? Um, so they need to be finalised on paper on the goal board. Um, I'm not going to hold you to them, by the way. We're just, <laughs> we're just throwing it out there. Um, I'm still pushing so chairman's bonus is always an end goal for me and um, doing what I need to do to get there personally is very important Um, so continuing to share the business with as many people as possible so that I can help other people create an income from this business that I have that's really important to me Um, you know and there are people out there that will want it because I was out there and I've achieved it without even knowing that I wanted it. Um, so, yeah, that's always an end, an end goal for me, for sure. And requalifying for Eagle is is really important as well, which runs into a 2022 goal. But I know that if I push myself to hit Eagle again, then I will be on track to do what I need to do personally for chairman's um, qualification. So it, it all links together. That's the beauty of it, isn't it? With the incentives that Forever have on offer, it, they're designed for you, for you to grow, to get you to where you want to be. And thankfully now the world is opening up a bit. We might actually get to reward you by flying you somewhere exotic around the world when you qualify. What a first two years to qualify for Eagle Manager. <laughs> Sorry, wasn't our fault, honestly. <laughs> no, it's fine because you know what? The company's been so generous with the compensation and actually um, we've not long got back from a trip to Disneyland Paris that last year's, that this year's compensation paid for. So I'm very, very grateful. You've still got a bit of an international trip, excellent. Amy, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. And once again, from all the team here, congratulations on qualifying for Eagle. We wish you continued success and we hope to see you soon. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome.